Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 67. Through this show, you and I will examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on social media while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. If you like what you hear on the show, please consider sharing an episode or the podcast with someone that you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are currently on. Now, today's episode will begin with a discussion of the specific differences regarding moving forward and moving on, the overall idea of progress on this journey. Then, in a slightly different format than usual, I will take you along with me as I experience something in the moment and I share it with you as it happens. I touch upon details which led up to an event in my day that helped to reveal a deeper understanding as to how we can all better take on our grief journey with a completely refreshing point of view. So sit back, relax, and focus for a moment on yourself. This episode may truly bring to light a powerful way to view the coming days and weeks and to help renew your faith in what lies ahead. A friend of this podcast and my good friend and leadership coach, Angie Robinson, posted this on her Instagram just a few days ago, and it's regarding progress. The way to create the results you want in your leadership, your business, your career, and your life is through intentional thoughts that create aligned actions. Such good, solid advice. And notice she's talking about leadership, business, career, and your life in general. She goes on to add something I feel is spot on and hugely important to understand. Every step forward, no matter how big or small, is progress. It all matters. Now that last part you may have heard several times on this particular podcast, not only because I believe it, but more importantly, because it's true. And that literally is the first step for so many of us, the step which allows us to start living again. If you're a regular listener, you know that I often speak about taking steps forward on this podcast. And in fact, this past April, I held my first ever retreat, a grief retreat of sorts, and I called it the Journey Forward Retreat. Now, there are so many things I've learned over the past 28 months since I lost my wife, Colleen, and the most important has to be this. In grief, you must find your time to begin moving forward, taking small steps forward. And the word forward for me is very, very intentional. I dislike when someone says you have to move on. It implies to me that you must also leave something behind, and that is neither accurate or healthy. Now, I believe you can move through grief and find a way to move forward with grief. However, I do not believe it's possible to simply move through it 
let alone truly move on. You see, my thought here is quite clear. Just as love becomes part of you, the feelings you build with that special someone becomes an integral part of you over time through shared experiences, well, so does grief. It becomes a part of you. Just as a memory becomes a piece of the life you've lived and will always be a defining piece of you, so does grief. Thus, to say, get over it or move on, is as if to say, stop loving or stop a memory, or better yet, remove an experience as if it never occurred. It's not possible, and nor should it be. Now, I've come to a good place to compare moving forward with moving on. So what I'd like to do is examine the definition of moving on, more specifically the literal definition of move on. It says, to go or cause someone to leave somewhere. It also goes on to say, to progress, evolve. And then it continues with, to put a difficult experience behind one and progress mentally or emotionally. Well, that's interesting. And it's enlightening. And now compare that with the definition of forward. And it says, Toward or at a place, point, or time in advance. Onward. Ahead. To move forward from this day forward and to look forward. So here is what I take from all of this. When someone mentions moving on, we must understand it's coming from a place of love and concern for you. And as the last part of the definition says, anyone who truly cares for you and about you is simply hoping for you to find a way to quote-unquote put a difficult experience behind you and progress mentally or emotionally. Literally, that's the dictionary definition. Although I believe we can also all agree that the literal idea of putting our loss or our grief quote-unquote behind us is asking too much, and potentially it's not healthy. So those people who use that term mean well. However, I would agree the term move on rubs me the wrong way. So without having immediate access to the, to the dictionary definition at hand, reminding me of its true definition, I tend to digest that term in a negative way. But I'd suggest as, as grieving humans, we try not to take it negatively. For us who have lost someone and are trying our best to figure this whole thing out, we need to pause we need to just take a moment when someone says something we perceive as negative, as bad or uncaring, and try to view it from a different point of view. View it from the caring place that it began. And for those of you who are a support system for a family member, or a friend, a co-worker, or whoever, I would suggest it is equally your responsibility to understand each word you choose may land much differently than you intended. Be sensitive to that, be understanding, be careful with the words you choose, and simply be there the best way that you can, and try not to ask questions such as, when will you be over this? 
and instead, just help lead the way. Stand at your friend's side on this path. And above all, understand you may not understand. And let me say that again. You need to understand that you may not understand. And more importantly, you need to be okay with that. So right now, I'd like to shift a bit and talk of something I'm experiencing as I write this. Yes, I actually write most of what I want to communicate with you in each episode. And it acts as a guide, honestly, to keep me on track and to keep me on point. Now, there's a good chance where I'm about to go with this episode could in fact be its very own episode. Now, with that being said, I'd like to invite you to come along with me as I talk of something that may help each one of us with this whole concept and idea of forward. You see, it's simply an idea, a suggestion, to occasionally take a walk outside your comfort zone while you're on this journey. Now, I know you might be thinking to yourself, but this entire journey is outside my comfort zone. And I get it, and yes, you're right. But bear with me as I explain. You see, what I'm doing at this very moment as I write this is a bit out of my comfort zone. I'm currently eating at Haleo, a restaurant in Disney Springs. Yes, in Disney World. I'm aware that it is quite a random party of one situation here, but bear with me. You see, that's actually my point, because tonight this journey finds me eating alone. I don't believe I've ever gone to a sit-down restaurant before and ate by myself. So you might say I'm walking outside my comfort zone. And it's pretty cool. I actually initiated this experience by texting my good friend Amanda, the creator and host of the Me and the Magic podcast. You may guess the podcast is generally about traveling to Disney or Disney World and other properties, but it's more than just Disney. And, more specifically, it's about solo travel. And it's quite an enlightening podcast. I would highly recommend you take a listen to it. And thus, that is why I asked her this simple question. Hey, where should I eat alone while I'm in Disney Springs? What's different? What might be a place that's a bit adventurous for me? Now, you see, she lives very near Disney World, in Magic Kingdom's backyard, in fact, and she knows where and why to experience certain places, and let me tell you, she did not disappoint. But this particular story goes much deeper than that. You see, over a month ago, I completely dove into the deep end of this idea to step outside my comfort zone. I fulfilled a slice of a dream, and I bought a property in Florida, an investment property of which I can occasionally use for myself and my family. And that's what brings me to this area tonight, to Disney Springs. I'm down here tweaking aspects of the property as it is a short-term rental. And you might say I'm putting my mark on it, leveling it up its possibilities. It has been both exciting and a bit intimidating, but it's been a lot of fun. And as the choices I make will affect my guests and their experience here in Florida, I find it a very important task. So I've labeled this dinner adventure as my personal celebration of this new venture into the world of Airbnb and VRBO. And what a fitting way to do so than with an adventure outside of my comfort zone. 
Of course, it helps that I'm in one of my favorite places, Disney. And if you've never been to Haleo, it's a tapas place, small plates of incredible, authentic Spanish cuisine. But that's not all. Here's the kicker. I was somehow paired with the most amazing server I've ever experienced. Tamara was simply a delight. She was friendly, the kind of friendly which provides you a feeling that you may have been friends in some other life. She was warm and conversational as we bantered back and forth about this being my first experience with Haleo. She easily offered a few suggestions I might consider, and throughout the entire service, she was more attentive than I have ever experienced before, while also giving me my space, my time alone. And as I came to finish my third plate, she slowly walked by, simply saying, I have a surprise for you. It's coming. Hmm, I thought, that's intriguing. Now, I know that we spoke of their wine specials and selection, but I easily set that aside for a special old-fashioned drink that she suggested. And we had also discussed me wanting to stop by the Salt and Straw. It's a wonderful small batch ice cream place, just steps from the door of Haleo overlooking Lake Buena Vista. So I kind of had little idea what she was up to because I already had mentioned to her that I wanted to go to Salt and Straw. And then she swiftly placed an incredible looking flan with real whipped cream in front of me and informed me she just thought I needed to experience this. She went on to say, I just felt you should treat yourself. You somehow deserve to. And she walked away wishing me well as I enjoyed her gift. And it was absolutely delicious. And it got me to think how incredible this small gift was to me. Not for the gift itself, but for the moment I was in and the silent celebration I had decided upon when I began this adventure. There was no way for her to know, but somehow she picked up on something and said, you should treat yourself. Which brings me to another concept for this life we are living, these moments we find ourselves in, and the way we walk through it all. Whether we are on a journey with grief or simply walking through another day of life, I believe we all too often may not be able to see the possibilities ahead of us, and this, especially for my friends that are walking through grief, I hope will serve as a reminder. I'd like to reference another friend of mine, Julie. I've mentioned her before on the show, I've yet to have her on, and she often speaks of putting things out to the universe, suggesting we not keep our ideas or our wants or our dreams or desires to ourselves, but instead put them out there loud and clear and begin taking steps to fulfill them and to allow the universe to become part of the process. Now, in a way, tonight's experience is part of that exact process. You see, several months ago, I dared to take the steps to research something I was interested in but didn't quite know if I should pursue. Short-term rental properties and properties in the place that I've always seen myself, Florida. Now, I could have easily let that thought pass. It was a bit of a pie-in-the-sky thought, but I decided to do something about it, at least begin the research. So I took steps to learn and ask and see for myself if it was possible several months ago to discover what it would take and if I could actually do it. 
And now tonight, I made a conscious effort to allow the universe to guide me for a change. Here's what brings this all full circle. That suggestion I mentioned earlier, that we all need to step outside our comfort zone a bit more and sometimes choose differently than we usually do. You see, how I got to Disney Springs tonight was completely by accident. I had been over a half hour away over in Orlando at a Costco, mulling over minute details of various purchases for my new property. On the drive back, I mistakenly took an exit I wasn't supposed to take. In addition, I somehow didn't register the redirection from the GPS in time, and I found myself in the wrong lane to make the proper turn for the redirection coming from the GPS. So I turned right instead of turning left. I continued for a short bit and happily discovered I knew where I was. I realized I was just a short distance away from Disney Springs. And Disney Springs for me is quite a wonderful place. So instead of taking the U-turn my incessant GPS was suggesting, I continued on to my new destination, the Springs. In essence, I decided not to take the U-turn life wanted me to take. I chose for myself an adventure instead. From that choice, I discovered an experience I otherwise would have missed. I met someone which for a short time made a difference in my life just when I needed it. And I now have a memory that in turn helps to fuel the path I have chosen and the idea of finding a way to move forward with a bit more confidence than I had just a few days earlier. So consider this. The next time you miss a turn, embrace it, go with it, and understand there may be a reason of which you are not yet aware. A purpose, perhaps. Let the universe make things happen. Allow it to align with where you are supposed to be and what you are supposed to experience. Let it guide you for a change. Remember, put it out there to the universe. Maybe take the wrong turn. Instead of making a U-turn to get back on track, maybe see what's ahead of you and see what adventure lies ahead of you because you dared not to make the U-turn. Thank you again for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm so thankful that you are here each and every week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Please share your story. Ask any questions. I'm glad to help if I possibly can. Head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels on Facebook and Instagram. You can request to become a guest on the podcast if you'd like, or you can contribute to the blog with your very own story. And while you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. I also invite you to connect with me directly via email. Tim at journeytograteful.com. And more importantly, please give me a call. Leave me a voicemail. Share your story or your personal struggle or the successes of the holiday season. You can contact me at 262-298-2428. And that's 262-298-CHAT. And if you'd rather not speak to me, 
go ahead and text me at that number anytime you'd like. And lastly, I ask if you like the show, please, please, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show over at Apple Podcasts. That goes a long way in helping us spread the word that this podcast is out there and it can help so many more people who need to hear it. You can go to journeytograteful.com and choose the Leave a Review button on the homepage or the podcast page. Now, in closing, I'd like to share with you something I shared on my Instagram, which I discovered on a social media post from Grief is Glorious Unfolding. Its message and truth are spot on. Some days I feel as if I'm conquering the world in your honor. And some days I feel as if I'm lost in the heartache of your absence. Now, I appreciate the yin and the yang of this one because it accurately shows what we go through on a daily basis. If we laugh, we feel we shouldn't be. If we cry, we wonder if we still should be. Some days we feel strong, while other days we feel dragged down and beaten. That's okay, because we're human, and we feel. And the alternative of not feeling is not where I'd like to be, ever. So thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those of you who are walking on their path with grief, I truly hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.